Right. Thank you for letting me interview you. My first question is, why did you want to do this interview? Oh, goodness, that's a tricky one. I'm trying to think how we even met. Uh, it was definitely via LinkedIn. It was, it wasn't it? It was through LinkedIn. And I suppose I, I read, your, I read your, your LinkedIn profile and it intrigued me. Um, and ultimately, I like engaging with people who um, challenge me. And I, and I thought this would be an opportunity to be challenged. Oh, get, to... get ready to be challenged. Oh, okay. God, okay. So, <laughs> thank you for that. How would you define a maverick? How would I define a maverick? Oh, see, this is a tricky one. I think traditionally a maverick is somebody that uh, um, that takes gambles. Uh, mm-hmm. um, however, I think there's a big difference between somebody that takes gambles and somebody that makes um, takes calculated risks. Okay. Um, and I would say. I don't gamble. So a gamble is a gamble is a choice of A or B, and you've got no no inclination of what the outcome is going to be. Mm. Um, I would say personally, I would say that's foolhardy, not a maverick. I think okay. the traditional definition of a maverick is, you know, left or right, up or down, doesn't really matter. I'm just going to go whichever way I feel. Okay. Um, personally, I think that a business maverick um, is uh, or should perhaps be defined as someone who is is very comfortable with risk. Um, in actual fact, they um, flourish in risk. They they love being in the environment. It makes them feel um, alive. It makes them feel um, decisive. Um, and it, being in that kind of environment, I'm I'm able to to make decisions based on um, a set of heuristics that I've got internally. So whether it's experiences I've built up over the past, whether it's the data that I'm looking at, ultimately there is some level of inclination that I'm going to have and I'm able to take a um, sort of a, a calculated risk. Okay. Um, the, the extent to which I do that, obviously, is, is you know, how big a maverick am I, um, okay. I suppose. Why do you think you're a maverick? Is it for all the reasons you've just given? Yeah, I mean, I, I, feel, comfortable, I feel comfortable taking risk. Okay. Um, and and I, feel, I feel very comfortable failing. I, I have no issue in failing whatsoever. I think, you know, um, through my entire life, I've, I've failed every day. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, only, it's only through that failure, I think, that you, you know, I was mentioning the heuristic side of thing. You know, you learn, you learn your, is your gut instinct. It gets closer to being correct every time, every yes. time you fail. The London School of Economics developed a maverickism scale. I'm going to give you seven statements. You just need to say true, false, can't decide. People tell me that I'm a maverick, or words to that effect. Uh, true. I have a knack for getting things right when least expected. Mm, I'm not sure I can answer that. Okay. <laughs> I have a way of solving problems which is different from other people. Definitely true. I have very unusual talents. True. I am generally underestimated by people. Um, I, oof, again, that's a tricky one. I, I, I don't know how to answer that one. Okay. I do things differently and better than most people when I work. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Why do you do things differently, Logan? Um... <laughs> Why do I do things differently? Hmm. 
I encourage people to fail. Mm. Um, and I encourage people to challenge from the bottom up. Which So I, I'm, I'm, I'm very much of a, of a collaborator. I think my leadership style is network-focused, collaborative-focused. Um, so ultimately, I'm, I'm very much... Uh, about leading an organization or a team to deliver above and beyond what they think that they can deliver. And I'm always about encouraging people to challenge from the bottom up, to be challenged from the top down, um, and to encourage failure across the board. Um, And I've always embraced failure. So whether that enables me, therefore, to think outside the box or my team to think outside the box, um, to challenge the status quo in every decision, um, I think that's perhaps one of the reasons why I'm more different than most Okay. It's funny because when I answer these questions, obviously, I, I, I kind of view myself, you know, alongside the, the <laughs> I, I, um, I judge myself against the fantastic entrepreneurs that are out there. So when you ask me, you know, are you better than other people? I would say, well, not really. You know, Eric Reese, he's, he's fantastic. I'm never going to be better than him. Perhaps the everyday businessman here in London? Yeah, definitely. I think definitely. Okay. Okay. Can you give me an example of what you do differently and how? So you've talked in a roundabout way about, you know, the bottom-up approach. Whatever example you want. If somebody said to you, right, give me an example of how you're different then. Um, in terms of where I've come from or...? Don't mind at all, but related to business. Okay. Um, so... Tricky question. Um... I would say that the way that I view um, so competition, for example, I, okay. I, p- people always look at competition, and they, they in my in my experience, when people are trying to innovate in a the market, they always look at um, how do we make how do we how do we make something better on on, on against functionality versus price, for example. Okay. So they always they always kind of innovate on top or underneath one another on the same set of axes. And it's kind of, the problem with that, if we, if we get into you know, your, your management speak, is all you're doing is you're running profitability in the industry. And ultimately, it's, it, it's, you know, it's kind of a, a zero-sum game. Everybody kind of falls apart. One of the reasons I think where, and a great example is Move Bubble, is we've taken what is a, a very, very common problem, people moving house, wanting to move house, wanting to manage properties uh, that is traditionally has an agency model or a broker's model. Um, we've stripped that to pieces. Uh, we've removed all of the current revenue streams that sit within the agency model um, and we've plugged in additional services. So now we're competing um, not on price. Mm. We're not competing on the same level of functionality that the agency model um, mm. com- competes on. And actually... Um, We've now developed a customer journey that isn't focused on the rental transaction. We actually make revenue from giving people buying insurance products uh, through uh, a devoted platform, rather than you know shiny shiny guys in suits with fancy cars phoning people and sort of going through the, through the traditional agency model. So it's very much about how I view the competition okay, thank um, you. and looking for for opportunities, kind of in you know ultimately where we can where we can get it under the radar. Okay. Yeah. So we um, so so currently the the. The rental transaction happens through an agent yeah. there's a major- or a broker. There's a majority of transactions that will go uh, directly through an agent. Whereas what we've done is we've created um, technology that enables customers to collaborate, right. removing the need 
for anybody in between. Excellent. So it's 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 always um, looking for ways in which you can um, utilize resources better mm -hmm. in, in a lesser time. And so okay. we, we we've called it the, the customer collaborative platform. Okay. Um, Airbnb have coined the sharing economy. Um, what we're looking at now is individuals rather than sharing assets, they're sharing time on okay. a task. So okay. always trying to innovate one step up, you know, okay. kind of above the rest. Thank you. Does doing things differently require certain skills? And if so, what are they? <laughs> balls. <laughs> yeah. um, balls, stupidity, um, a support, a great team, ultimately, belief in yourself. Um, it, 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 it certainly requires vision. I think you have to be able to, you know, as I said, you kind of got to not only think outside the box, but you've got to think of, of, of building a mountain made of cardboard boxes. It's, yeah. you, you, have to, you have to think of things so differently. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you, you have to be willing to put everything on the line. Okay. And I think, I think that's one of the, the differentiating factors between, you know, an entrepreneur, they don't care about success or failure. They just care. You know, they give a shit yeah. about, change, about changing things. Mm -hmm. And that's all we're doing, ultimately. What are the challenges to being a maverick? Um, finding people to do it with. Mm -hmm. um, I suppose um, having a girlfriend is always tricky. She, uh, bless her, she, she, um, she sticks around. Um being a maverick, you have to get really used to failure, and obviously failure can bring quite a lot of poverty. Yeah. Um, I've been pretty broke because I've failed on a couple of occasions mm -hmm. in the past. Um, you have to have an enormous amount of self-confidence, mm -hmm. you have to have an enormous amount of self-respect, mm -hmm. um, and you have to have an enormous amount of humility to understand that ultimately you don't know shit and you've got to get back off your ass and do it all over again. Yeah. Um, I think those are kind of the key challenges, and if you've got them, great. If you haven't, I'd probably go and get a bog standard job. Okay, thank you. Thanks for your honesty, Logan. Sorry. What aspects of your character influence your Maverick approach? Um, ooh. Uh, I, I suppose, I, I think one of the things that influences uh, me, so what, one of the things, I, I love learning. I'm kind of addicted to learning. I'm, I'm almost a nightmare because I don't put books down and things yeah. like that. So I'm always um, challenging myself to be better than where I am today. Yes. Um, and I think my mum would tell me that that's a Leo trait. It's, wow. this, it's this kind of really confident, um, perhaps slightly cocky, um, sort of, but, but incredibly friendly and personable. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, that's kind of me, I think. And that's okay. kind of what drives me to, to be better tomorrow. Okay. Are you born or bred a maverick? Oh, God. Uh, I think you're... Oh, I think you're bred a maverick. Okay. I don't... I, born a maverick? I don't know. I think ultimately it depends what environment you grew up in. Okay. Um, I mean, for me, I, I knew that... I mean, I was challenging myself from day one because when I was younger, I used to be a Royal Marine. Um, so... I was very much up for a physical challenge at that point. Right. Um, 
I have always loved boxing, surfing, skateboarding, anything that's dangerous. Um, I've had more operations than I could, you know, count on two hands, okay. actually. Uh, you know, I've always been willing to throw myself into anything. And I suppose, um, I think the environment in which you're in, the people, the people that surround you, I think is actually really what drives it rather than being born. Okay. Because my, my parents are teachers, but okay. my, friends, my friends are all insane. So... Okay, that's interesting. Um, you've answered the next question because I was going to ask you, do you think your childhood in any way impacted on you being a maverick? But I think that's what you just answered. Yeah, it, okay. it definitely did. I think one of the things that was, uh, was very apparent when I was young was um, that I, was, I enjoyed leading and that I was n naturally able to lead things in yeah. good and bad directions. I managed to get, well, not I, but ultimately me and 16 of my friends got expelled from school um, for stealing a dumper truck. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so, um, and, and that was primarily my, my fault. Okay. Why am <laughs> I not surprised? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mavericks often have unusual talents. Okay. What are yours? Um, I don't know whether it's a talent, but it's, it's the zero fear thing again. Honey, that's a talent. Take, trust me. Is that a talent? Okay, all Trust right. me. On, on this yeah. one, just trust me. It's, it, it, is, it is zero um, zero fear. I think also being able to talk to anybody mm -hmm. uh, about anything is mm -hmm. a really important thing. And I know that um, whether that makes me maverick or not, I know for a fact that, well, I'm going to make an assumption that that's one of the reasons why I am where I am. Because okay. um, I really enjoy engaging with people. Um, and, and being challenged, as yeah, I said earlier. Yeah, exactly. Okay. How would you describe your energy as a maverick? Um, the, uh, pretty, pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty relentless. Pretty relentless, pretty high. How do you see rules? Uh, to be broken. That's pretty it. Much. Just pretty much. They're just, they're just uh, restrictions on, on what we can achieve, is my view. Okay. Have you always taken a maverick approach to business or was there a particular trigger? Um, yes, to, to business, I think I've always been been more able to, to take risks and be a, be a maverick. I think, uh, I, I, it, funnily enough, when I was younger, I think what kind of, what bred me in, into this is uh, learning the fact that I could lead people. Okay. Uh, and that kind of came through being naughty at school and leading others into being naughty and finding it a lot of fun okay. and, and finding that ultimately we could wind teachers up and um, that was kind of where it all came from, I think. Okay, thank you. And actually, interestingly, now you say this, yeah. I wonder where, my dad used to be a teacher at the same school I was in Yeah. Uh, and I was quite good whilst he was there and then he left and yeah. then I unleashed <laughs> the fury. That's interesting. Okay. I never thought about that. But if you think about it, that was a calculated risk. Yeah, I, at that point I was. Yeah, at that point I decided to change who I was. I suppose. Yeah. I felt free to do what I wanted, who I wanted to be. So. Okay, that's very interesting. What you've said about being free to be who you wanted to be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you always a maverick, or do you choose to be so at times, and why? Um. I'm, there are times where I try and, ooh, I think I've, I've always, I always have the tendency 
to or the willingness to take risk if I need to take risk. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there are moments when I'm probably with my girlfriend where she'd like to think that I wasn't being re- reckless or a maverick or okay. a risk taker. Okay. Um, however, I, I still have the craving to do so most of the time. <laughs> right. So. Interesting. Yeah. Do you turn the dial up and down on your maverickism level? Um, yeah, definitely. Can you yeah. give me an example? Ooh. Um, so I know, I, I know that when, when the odds get stacked against you, you're more willing to take more risk. Okay. Um, and a, an example is when I, when I was doing my last business, um, excuse my friend, shit really hit the fan, and it was, we were in real trouble. Uh, and the risk levels we kept on taking on more and more and more risk um, to the point where everything collapsed. Um, and I think that one of the, one of the thing I think it's important as a as a maverick or as you know as a risk taker to at least understand that because mm. if you can understand that, as I said earlier, there's a difference between being a maverick or, or a calculated risk taker and a gambler. Um, and I think you need to understand that when the, when the risks get very, very big. Mm. Sometimes you have to take a step back because otherwise you're inevitably going to make the wrong call. Okay. And I, I think that's the slight difference between walking into a casino with 50 grand and putting it on red uh, and seeing, you know, sitting around a board table and going, guys, this is not going to plan. Yeah. What do we do? Let's put 50 grand on red. I think that, I think yeah. that that's, that's the difference. Okay. okay. And when you're doing this, this big turning the dial up and down. Is that a conscious or unconscious choice, do you think? Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's unconscious. Okay. Yeah. I think it sort of depends it depends what, what stress you're under, okay. whether you feel that there's a need to prove yourself. Okay. Um, whether you're in a position of leadership. There's loads of things I think that affect it. Okay. Okay. Um, and they're not always they're not always conscious. Mm-hmm. What are the advantages and disadvantages of being a maverick in business? Um, oh God. Well, the disadvantages, it can go wrong. And you, you know, you can fail. Um, the advantages are it's a hell of a lot of fun. And you meet a lot of great people. Okay. Thank you. Are there any situations when being a maverick is positively harmful? This is not time to be maverick, mate. Um, yeah, when, 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 it, <laughs> when it's not just you that you're playing with, that makes sense. Yeah. When, when you're making a decision, uh, that affects people outside of just you, mm-hmm. then it's, it's, it's bad to make that maverick call. I think okay. that is the time to take a step back. Okay. okay. Has age and experience altered your maverick approach? Yeah, absolutely. Experience has given me uh, a greater set of memories to call on, mm-hmm. um, and therefore get the, the heuristic like that. That gut feeling is probably closer to the right thing than it was five years ago. Um, I wouldn't say my appetite for risk has decreased, okay, uh, but my body is more broken. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How have you grown as a maverick then? Um, I think, I think uh, the belief in myself 
to achieve what I know is possible and to uh, the belief that I can lead other people and ultimately they can lead me um, to achieve greatness. What aspects are your business, straight, the first thing that jumps into your head, okay? What aspect of your business are you most maverick in? Um, Disruption. What aspects of your business are you least maverick in? Recruitment. Hmm, interesting. What aspects of your life are you most maverick in, Logan? <laughs> um, surfing. Are you a surfer? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I've, well, inter- I've interviewed a few. I'm broken. Yeah. I've interviewed a few surfers. What aspects of your life are you least maverick in? Um, driving in the car when I've got somebody else in the car with me. Okay. Actually driving in the car full stop unless I'm on a track. Okay. <laughs> How do you balance being a maverick with home life? Uh, with difficulty, I think. It's, um, there's always a pull both ways. So what's I, the difficulty, if you don't mind? Um, trying... Oh, goodness me. What's the difficulty? Um, try, it's, it's in not doing what I... Oh, it's, not, it's that. Sometimes I, I really want to go out and just and take a risk or go crazy or unleash the fury or whatever it might be. And sometimes it's, it's not doing that. Okay. It's, it's you know, voluntarily taking a step back and going, even though I really, 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 really want to do that, I know that currently I shouldn't. I'm going to spend time with my girlfriend, <laughs> for example. Okay. okay. That, that probably hasn't answered the question. No, that has answered the question. Um, when, I, when, I'm, when I sort of go quiet, it's because I'm thinking of all the different answers I've had to those questions. Okay. Okay. Is any part of being a maverick related to the legacy you want to leave behind? That's a, that's a good question. The legacy that I want to leave behind, um, actually, no, it doesn't. Because the legacy I want to leave behind is a great family. Okay. Uh, I don't think that what I do now really has much to do with my legacy. Okay, thank you. How much, if anything, of being a maverick is related to give back or pay it forward, give forward? Okay, um, yeah, a lot, I would say. Um I, I personally, I believe, if you can, if you can entwine the your bottom line with the benefits yeah. of the local community or society at mm-hmm. large, um, then you know you have a profitable social enterprise. Okay. Um, and and that's really what um, that's what I really want to be involved with. Absolutely. Okay. okay. How do your ethics and values impact on being a maverick? Do you think? Um. Yeah, I, I have I have quite strong values. I believe I certainly believe in doing the right thing, mm-hmm. um, and I believe in helping and assisting others. It's kind of um, as a, this whole point earlier. I think the, the, the maverick is it's an interesting terminology. I think um, I I want to be seen to lead people in the right direction okay. and do the right the right thing for the world, um, and ultimately change it for the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so my values are, although they're probably not linked to being a maverick, I think that they are very influential on the way that I go about my life. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. 
Mavericks tend to be risk takers. What's the biggest risk you've taken in business to date, Logan? Oh, yeah. The biggest risk I've taken in business to date. Mm -hmm. um, the biggest risk I've taken in business to date, which went wrong, <laughs> was um, choosing to uh, choosing to purchase uh, a range of um, apparel for a previous business that I started. But we had, we had pan-European distribution, um, and we had a fairly large contract fall through. Uh, we decided to plough on, nevertheless, and purchase the entire range, mm -hmm. um, and it ultimately killed the business. Okay. And I've learned that was a gamble, not a risk. Okay. How many ventures have you taken in the past five years? Because Move Bubble's new, isn't it? Yeah, Move Bubble. So it's, it's going to be two ventures within the last two years. I have had a, a couple of other. Um, okay. In three, the actually, in five but... years. So how many in the last five years? Three. Three. Okay. Yeah. And what would you consider are the characteristics of a successful venture? Success, according to Logan. Um, the team. Mm -hmm. I think it's the people that surround. Ultimately, a great team can make a shit idea work. Okay. Whereas a bad team can't make a great idea work. Okay, so is success making the idea work? What's success? Success is, is implementation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So of the three ventures that you did, what percentage were successful according to the definition you've just given? Um, well, we're obviously just starting one now mm -hmm. and it be apparently today it seems to be going fairly well. Mm -hmm. um, the other is 50-50. First one failed, second one was a success okay. whilst I was involved. Okay. So... What leads to successful execution of a venture? You've said implementation, you've said team, anything else? Um, a thorough understanding of <coughs> uh, a thorough understanding of of the proposition, okay. a thorough understanding of the customer, mm -hmm. and a thorough understanding of the competition. Okay, thank you. What did you do? that makes a venture successful. What did you bring to the table that made that venture successful? Um, the last venture that I was involved with was um, I, I, <laughs> I brought an enormous amount of um, technical expertise to mm -hmm. the business. Um, I enabled them to streamline their costs um, and, and therefore my own. Um, my leadership skills, I built out a team that took regional sales um, to well over a million in under 12 months. Um, this, this is my own subset of the business. Um, and again, I think it's that, it's the communication skills. It was speaking. So basically, I, I ran a business um, that was a regional distributor for um, some heating and wireless control products. And I ended up doing business consultancy for the for the larger firm as well. Right. Um, and it was my ability to speak with the electricians and the business owner and the general manager and the carpenters and you know it was my ability and customers. It was my ability to speak with everybody on their terms, understand what they wanted, all of them, because every stakeholder has different needs. Yeah, exactly. Um, and ultimately make it work, you know, bring everybody together so that everybody walked away happy and profitable, okay. including, including the customers. Awesome. 
Of the ones that were unsuccessful, what would you consider was the main reason for their failure? Um, naivety, immaturity. We didn't know what we were doing okay. uh, at the time. Just total lack of experience. Okay. As a maverick, what are you afraid of? Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, not being the best. Okay. Okay. Failing. You're afraid of failing. Uh, sorry. You're afraid of failing. No, no, no. It's uh, no. It's it's the need to achieve, yeah. not the need to avoid failure. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm not. I'm not afraid of the failure. It's but there is a need to, to achieve. Se- okay. And I, I'm scared of of. Um, I'm scared of not being the best per, best possible version of myself, and I'm also scared of not being happy. That's a okay. big thing. Thank you. How important is team to you as a maverick? You've touched on this, but I wanted to ask you the question. Oh, 100%. Like, without the team, I'm nothing, so... Okay. Do you draw on other mavericks in any way? Uh, yeah, I, again, whether you class them as mavericks, I draw on people who have... Uh, I've got a lot of idols out there who I, who I sort of, you know, look up to. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are... Mavericks, some of them are risk takers, uh, some of them aren't. It sort of depends, I suppose, what part of my life uh, I'm, I'm trying to emulate in, through them. Okay. How and where did you get your permission to be a maverick? <laughs> Where did I get my bloody hell? Uh, from myself. Okay. I think. Okay. I let myself be who I wanted to be. Wonderful. Does being a maverick affect your approach to leadership? Um, yeah, because I encourage, I encourage people to, to take calculated risks and to fail. Okay. And I'm happy with it. So long as we learn. As long as you're learning. Okay. As long as learn. Is being a maverick related to creativity? And if so, how? I think everything is related to creativity. Okay. Um, you know, that's just ideation, ultimately. Yeah, true. What about innovation? How is being a maverick related to innovation? Um, yeah, it, it is. Innovation uh, or implementing successful innovation mm. um, means you're willing to strike out on your own. Okay. Um, or on your own as a team. So I think it's being able to strike out. Being able to strike out. Okay. Are there any career decisions that you regret as they relate to your potential as a maverick? Nah. Okay. <laughs> I try not to regret things. Yeah, good. Otherwise I'd be in trouble. <laughs> okay. Is there anyone who's a maverick that inspires you? Um, and then there are, there are probably the biggie, you know, the, the big chaps out there. Um, probably people such as... Uh, uh, Tim Ferriss, um, Simon Sinek, um, uh, oh god, I've forgotten his name now. Um, you've got there's Avinik Kaushik as well, I think he's fantastic. Um, uh, Guy Guy Kawasaki, yeah, uh, he's awesome. You know, these, these are people that are 
although I kind of hate the term, they're all thought leaders. Yes. They're people, yes. They're people that are willing to, to take an idea, whether it's right or wrong, yeah. just get it out there. I've just, it. I've just, it's funny you should say that, off sidetrack, um, I actually, Guy Kawasaki, a guy emailed me last week to say good luck with my idea, but he wouldn't be able to be interviewed. Um, yeah, and Simon Sinek's people have said he wouldn't be able to be involved, but um, really loved the idea. Okay. <laughs> Who is someone in your life that makes all the difference? Uh, my girlfriend. Okay. What do you have to suffer because you're a maverick? Long hours. Okay. <laughs> I think lack of sleep. <laughs> yeah, the idea takes over, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, what motivates you as a maverick? Um, You've said so far what I've heard is this need to be the best version of yourself, constantly learning, doing something yeah. that's going to change the world. Anything yeah. else you want to add? Um, no, I, I just think learning for me is, is the biggest thing. Okay. I, wisdom is what I I'm on a quest for. Okay. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's business or surfing or exploring or whatever. I think ultimately I'm I'm always on the search for. Okay. Wisdom. Do you like being a maverick? Yeah, I love it. Why not? <laughs> it's more fun than not. Too right. It is. Is, um, is being a maverick important, and why? Um. I no, I, I don't. It's not. It's not. I wake up in the morning and I get and I say oh, I need to be a maverick. I mm. think it's just inherently who I who I've chosen to be. It's kind of you know I don't need to be a maverick. I just mm -hmm. I just I like being me. Okay, so now you've done this interview. I've only got a few questions left. Okay. On a scale of one to ten, now you've done this. How maverick are you? Oh God. Um, Eight, nine. Okay. What advice would you give to someone who feels they're a maverick so that they can be the best maverick they can possibly be? Fail. Okay. <laughs> Just get out and fail. Get yeah, out and fail. Good. Okay. What's your biggest ambition right now, Logan? My biggest ambition right now uh, is to... Get a million users on Movebubble within the next 36 months. Okay. If you wanted to do something different in life, what would you be doing? Uh, surfing and travelling around the world. Okay. Getting a suntan. Getting a suntan. <laughs> I think that's coming next. Okay. If you could have a superhero power, what would it be? Whoa. Um, teleportation. Ooh, okay. Then I could finish. I could finish my hustle in London, and I could teleport to Indonesia and go and catch some twelve foot barrels. Yes, that'd be great. <laughs> okay, and so I think you might have answered the next question. What do you do for fun? Would I be right in assuming it's surfing? Well, yeah. Well, funnily enough, because I'm in London, I don't get to surf a lot at the moment. There's an um, indoor flow dome. So I box. I okay. like boxing. Okay. Yeah. Final question. What would you like to have been asked that I haven't asked you? Right. <laughs> You've asked everything, haven't you? Everything possible. Um, what would I like to? Um, where do I want to be when I'm 80? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, nice one. Okay, I will add that, okay? <laughs> right, so thank you very much for letting me interview you. Uh, 